Hello. Today's topic was supposed to be a surprise, but I thought it would and should be more appropriate to bring up the conversation of America. Contrary to the recent episodes, this conversation today is going to tackle something a bit deeper. It's going to be a little longer, a little more thought-provoking, but I believe in every sense it will be necessary. Hopefully this conversation will allow you to take a step back, assess what you know and what you think and what you've heard, and evaluate and ponder your answer to the question today. There will be more of these to come, so this isn't a farewell episode. In fact, this was more of the beginning of the second part of this conversation, like a second season. Um, A conversation that I wanted to open up to you as an American person, as a citizen, as, as a family. And with the right amount of listening and the right amount of understanding, as a people, we might just get the answer. And hopefully, that's, the answer will be the right one. So let me reintroduce myself. I'm Malcolm Ivey. I'm a person who loves his family and loves his country. A person who has deep respect for other people who sacrifice for the greater good every single day. I'm a family man and someone who cares a great deal. I'm an idealist, a futurist, a thinker, an empathetic individual, a sensible man, and an intellectual one as well. And yes, an American. But above all things, I'm an American first, as many of you are, I'm sure. Today, I would like to discuss the idea of who we are as a country, who we are supposed to be as a country, and who we should be as a country. America has so much to offer, not only in resources, but in culture, emotion, and in people. Sometimes we lack with our responsibilities, and sometimes we do so willingly and wholeheartedly, and unfortunately, at times, deliberately. We pride ourselves on being number one, and in some instances, I'm very proud of that. But as an American, as any American, we should not be blind to our mistakes or our egregious actions and the neglect of our responsibilities. And that itself is the issue. That's the one thing that has caused Americans so much heartache and fighting over. It is the single situation that we till this day cannot define and save ourselves. Majority, if not all, of the issues facing America today could be eradicated by finding this one answer to the single question. And the question is this. Who are we? As a nation? As a people? What exactly are we supposed to be today? What are we called to be as a nation? What is our responsibility on the world stage today? Are we here to be the savior of the world, the police, a savior to all, defenders of democracy, 
or should we actually start putting Americans first? Should we close our borders? Should we seclude ourselves and limit ourselves to domestic situations and the dilemmas exclusively? In my opinion, the precise moment, the exact minute we can find a solution to that question and most importantly, agree on that question is when we can finally unanimously start striving, start pushing and escalating ourselves to be what we are supposed to be as a nation. We need to agree, all of us, at least on this single issue. There will always be different parties, different ideas, ideologies, but as Americans under this singular flag, it is paramount that this is the one thing a citizen of the United States should adhere to, we must agree on who we are and our responsibilities as a country in order to surpass and overcome these issues. Hopefully, that unanimous decision is closer than I hope. Having said that, as you have known previously from my stances, I have a position to take on this issue. And because I have one of those things called in a position um, on the matter, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the correct issue. Of course not. I mean, the, the correct stance on that. So let's start with recognizing the issue. Are there multiple ways of going around this and figuring this out? Absolutely. And I encourage, in fact, welcome exterior methods and and thought processes that would steer us in the appropriate direction. If you all are not aware, (laughs) uh, the U.S. pulled out of the East, and some people are upset about that. Some people are happy about that. Um, Whichever side of the fence you fall on, that's appropriate. However, the issue lies um, because we don't know what we are, what our unified goal as a country is. We don't know ourselves. Um, that's where the fighting begins. That's where the um, disagreements and nothing ever gets done in that way. And and I can give a more in-depth synopsis about my stance on that situation. Um, however, let's just keep this at a at a glance um, level of understanding. Um, our goal as a country is to protect and to serve and be the police force of the world. Um, I have no idea. But should we also focus on the millions of people who are dying here domestically? I have no idea. That's why we need to have a national conversation about our role on the world stage. Uh, In my vision of America, I believe in the healthy balance of taking care of your home um, and then extending hands to others who need it, Uh, meaning in a sense of making sure that our house is in order first and then having the ability to help those in need. Um, As a country, we need to figure out those things um, uh, and we need to figure those things out before um, we start just throwing our guns everywhere and putting people everywhere. 
in this vision, I, I see the ability um, at minimum to have the basic needs met with infrastructure and financial stability, education, and other essential parts of life required to do as promised in our constitution, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Just having these simple needs met at home goes beyond the requirements that our constitution, um, that our country promises to our citizens and our members. The moment we can provide everyone a livable wage that can compete and grow with current pricing and living expenses uh, in conjunction with providing our members the ability to take care of themselves through affordable housing and, and medical, medical um, assistance and providing our members the right, the privilege of a standard and fair, equitable education that encompasses all the up-to-date material and tools and resources such as internet um, and that are essential in today's society then we would be on the right track to move forward um, to our allies, our friends, in hopes to do the same. Now, the good thing is all of those things mentioned before are completely doable and and sustainable on the current models with little edits here and there, a little bit of taxation over here, sprinkle of industry research over there, dash of scientific innovation um, that we can put back into our economy plus a little bit of luck um, it's completely doable. The issue here is doing doing it. The, the issue here always comes back to the question of are we supposed to be doing this? Um, is, is this who we are? Hopefully yes and if not Currently, hopefully, it's something we're enthusiastically aspiring to be. And the signs are there, in my opinion. Uh, sinkholes, collapsing bridges, buildings. And in the case of Florida, uh, we're kind of overdue for infrastructure renewal. Um, a reform on how this country sp- uh, spends their money and where it goes and who gets left out needs to be looked at once again. People who, you know, have to wager and debate with their families if the $200, $300, um, paycheck goes to food or rent in America is, is borderline shameful and requires reevaluation of how we are, how, how, how our things are used to work for people. We need to rethink our economics. We have had a whole new generation of people who with these numbers today will not, if ever, own a home, own a car, or anything. The most expensive things on their record is the crippling debt occurred for higher education, which is essential, if not mandatory, in today's society. And those debts that will take years, if not decades, to clear on or under the current minimum wage standard. And on a side tangent, no wonder (laughs) 
um, why this group of individuals are upset and rebelling against the status quo, because they realize that this model is no longer and has never worked for them in particular, or people like them. These are American people in the next 10, 20, 30, 50 years that will be the majority of people who will be discontent with their government and discontent with their way of life. In my opinion, it may be justly so. But that's not the issue for today. Uh, Today we're talking about a unified understanding of who we are as a country, who we're supposed to be as a country, and who we should be as a country. But these things are ultimately are affected by the question or the lack of having an answer to that question. And I believe it would be fair to look at our current situation in a straightforward manner. We have two people in America who think that the standard model of how we run business day to day, how we affect our people and how we live and operate should be torn down completely, destroyed, abolished, starting over, taking the government by force, twisting America's laws forcefully to fit them. On the other hand, you have a group of people who are discontent with the system itself and begging, pleading, and for reform, for policy in the system, or not to destroy it, but to add, to edit it and make it more inclusive so the model can work for everybody. In some way, shape, or form, we have these two groups, and I believe it all stems from who we wish to be as a country, as a nation, as a unified singular body. Because of all the things that could go wrong, it, it looks like it kind of might be, in the eyes of these people, the government's fault. Because in my opinion, it's not enough to set the place on fire, and it's also not the answer to only make the system work for everybody. Um, There's a hybrid in there somewhere, and in my opinion, taking the good things and retrofitting them or evolving them into something new is the direction as a country we should be headed towards. Now, some things in our government and our constitution needed to go. Absolutely. That itself does not make the government obsolete and ineffective. I actually like to use the analogy of a coffee cup. Just because the coffee cup is upside down and being used improperly doesn't necessarily mean that the coffee cup is broken. On the other hand, we can't start chipping away and, and breaking into it the, the bottom to make it into a coffee cup when it's upside down. Um, I understand that's a very silly and strange analogy, but the logic is there if you, if you follow it. America has a lot of good stepping stones in its framing. Maybe not originally, but at least it does now. And sometimes, unfortunately, America jumps ahead a couple of steps and ignores others. These are the things we need to weave through and work out the kinks. For example, um, segregation. That's something we should have gotten rid of. Um, um, not taxing the rich, 
yeah, that's something we should change and, you know, adjust it to the times and, and make it appropriate for everybody that kind of fits in today's society. Um, it can work. I, I truly and wholeheartedly believe that it can, can and hopefully very soon in the near future under some administration, um, under some term of enlightenment, we can do that. And when we do, I 100% believe it will be for the better, not only for the people, but for our country and not only the country, but the world. And I want to leave off this conversation by saying this. Um, It doesn't have to be my idea. It doesn't have to be your idea. Um, Whatever comes up in the future, I'm going to necessarily, I may not necessarily like it. But if it is for the embitterment, for the greater good of this country, I'm all for it regardless. Um, If I wholeheartedly believe it or, or not... If it's for the success of this country, it's good. Because I succeed um, when America succeeds. And I hope every American feels that exact sentiment um, if they put their country first, as they say they do. You should apply this logic during every election, every decision you make. Um, and it may not make me happy, but if it's for the greater good, for something, um, in this case, our country, um, then it should be the decision we go towards. We should not be voting for people we like. We should be voting for people who get the job done. We should not be voting for things that benefit me. Um, yet we should be voting for people that benefit our country. Um, hopefully voting on laws and stuff and, and, and let, and legislation, um, that assists everybody and not cater to a small, finite few. But then again, <laughs> that's all fine and good, but we can't come to that, uh, that consensus um, until we figure out what, as a country, we wish to be. And, and then again, it comes back to that, to that question. Um, it shouldn't be it, not based on how one individual or, or a single group can profit from it. The the United States of America, it's kind of in the in the name United. That's something as Americans we should not have to be reeducated on every single time. I believe it is the most important Thing that we, we find out who we are first before we dig ourselves any deeper into the hole that we already are in. As a country who has the potential and the strength to do better, let's not settle on petty ideas and indulge ourselves uh, with self-interest. Maybe one day we, we can, as a country, come together and figure something out and have the luxury to laugh about how things used to be. And maybe in the future, not too distant, I can come I can come to you, the American people, and say, I was right. Maybe as your president, as your vice president. But if not, 
I would be just as glad to say the same thing as an average everyday American person because it's important and that's pretty much it today Uh, thank you for listening today and I hope you enjoyed that brief overview Uh, this is the beginning of season two I believe and there will be more of these type of conversations coming up in the future so please stay tuned for more interesting and thought-provoking content and continue to listen to number 51